Welcome, welcome, Tractor Whatever. Tractor Whatever. You're here listening to your host, Don't Forget Sauce, here to give you the behind the scenes access to DeFi and Web3. Welcome to episode 22 of Erector Whatever. I am your host, Sauce, and today we have Dre, also known as JRE Entertain on socials. Thank you, Dre, for being here. I think you're one of the ones in this space I see who's remained true to themselves and haven't really changed throughout this bear market as we've seen so many people have. Um, and I feel like you've been here longer than a lot of us. And I feel like I, I, the level I, I've been here a short period of time and the level of deception I've seen throughout the space has been pretty crazy. Mm. So I can only imagine what you've seen. Mm. But before we get started, Dre, can you give us a little background about yourself, why you got started into crypto and what it means to you? Well, first off, I want I want to say thank you for inviting me to the show like for real like when you reached out to me i was just like okay all right you know let's do it let's do it (laughs) oh you're the best yeah 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 so it's good but um uh so ask ask me your question again i'm sorry i got derailed no it's okay so i said um just a little background about yourself why you got started in crypto and like what crypto means to you yeah 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 got it got it got it so you know i um i grew up in you know, Alabama, uh, Mississippi area, uh, along with, uh, you know, Anchorage, Alaska. So kind of split between both kind of worlds and, you know, uh, from, from poverty to, um, uh, being able to be, you know, self-sustainable. Um, my family in, in Alabama, my father, his, his family, you know, they were, um, slaves, uh, part of his family were, were slaves down there. And, and so they didn't have a lot. Um, you know, we had, we had land down there, but it, it, you know, they had trailers on there. Not, not to say there's nothing wrong with trailers, but they were just kind of run down and, and, um, you know, but we had family and which was very, very important. But I, I knew I learned how to work the field and work my butt off. Um, you know, my father taught me how to do that and, you know, never depend on someone else to make um, my life better. It was always, you need to, as a man, you need to learn how to make your life better with the resources that you have, regardless if you have money or not, you need to learn how to do that. You know, so there would be times where, um, my mother didn't have, you know, the food to, to feed us. And so we would have to go to the neighbor's house to, you know, get food and things of that nature. And, you know, but, 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 you know, that, that, that kind of background uh, there gave me the strength that I have today. And then, of course, being uh, raised in Alaska by my grandparents. Um, my, my grandfather was a preacher. He retired recently. And, you know, he worked his butt off, too. But it was a different kind of work. And 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 so I learned how to be um, very vocal in my communication skills and, and his teachings on, you know, being in front of people and watching him grow up. Or, you know, watching him as I grew up, you know, so, you know, he taught me about the uh, finances, about the market, the things that my father never taught me. But so I had the best of both worlds struggling and, you know, and learn how to be self-sustainable as, and as well as working hard and learning 
uh, about you know the financial markets, how to save, how to invest, how to how to write a check, and things of that nature. So I had the the best of both worlds. So when I got into crypto, uh, in I want to say year twenty seventeen was my first um, uh, purchase of uh, Bitcoin. I uh, purchased uh, eight Bitcoin back then. I think they were around eight hundred dollars a pop, or somewhere somewhere around there. Um, but I, I put some money in, into Bitcoin after the sale of my my first condo, and um, I was happy. But I'm like, yeah, I got some Bitcoin, cool. You know, I was like, this is awesome. And and somebody reached out to me on you know on uh, online and told me you know they could help me with uh, my Bitcoin because I think I purchased I uh, posted it on Facebook that that person Bitcoin and I, and I suggest people get into it and somebody reached out and say, Hey, we can help you flip this Bitcoin, blah, 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 whatever. And I was just so open to it. I was eager to make more money. Oh no! <laughs> and, and so, you know, you know how that goes, you know, you, you get, I know how that you goes. get scammed, you know? So I got scammed. Oh, they, they got my Bitcoin. I didn't know what a wallet was. I didn't know what happens if, when you transfer, you know, they told, they took me through the steps. Everything we're doing today is exactly what, you know, what, what was happening back then. But just, you know, people didn't know. Well, I didn't know. Uh, back then, you know, you send you send your Bitcoin or your money, your 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 crypto to somebody, you're not getting that back. So that's what happened. And you know, I shut down after that. I stopped. I stopped. I said, "Wow, I just lost this." I filed a report, FBI, you know, all that uh, CSI, all that stuff. I filed a report online, criminals division, and everything. And and but my bank was the one that actually reimbursed me uh, the money back. Oh. So that was my first experience. And I'm like, after that, I was like, "Is this what crypto is about?" So I stopped for a while. And then I got back in uh, 2020. Uh, my grandfather, uh, me and my grandfather had talked about, you know, kind of, uh, you know, up, up in my game in the finances. And, you know, I, I needed to get ahead of, of, of inflation. I need to get ahead of this and, and savings. You say, you need to have $100,000 in your bank account. I didn't have that much. I had about, I pro- after selling my house, I probably had about $20,000 in my bank account after that. And then, and then minus the, you know, I think four or $5,000 that I put into Bitcoin. Or whatever, and so I was like, "Oh man, how how do I get to hundred thousand dollars? I'm I'm a retired veteran, you know. I don't I don't make that much, you know. I'm not working right. I'm not working, you know. I'm retired. So what do I do?" And he was like, "You know, you just got to figure it out. Use what I taught you um, to to figure it out." So the 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 first um, piece of of crypto, second piece of crypto that I bought was Dogecoin. That was the the second piece of crypto that I bought was Dogecoin, and I think I put about ten grand into it. Um, and that's before it blew up. I, and I think right in right in September or September, October, November, right in between September um, and November, I purchased, you know, $10,000 worth of uh, Dogecoin. And uh, that was my next experience of seeing the power of, you know, multiplication actually in real time when that thing blew up to 70 cents. Now, I got out before then uh, because I didn't have the patience to hold you know, up to up to that, because I didn't know what was going to happen with my money. Once again, no, I was apprehensive. I was like, oh, man, I don't know what's going to happen. So, you know, I, I flipped I flipped the ten the, the ten thousand dollars worth of uh, Dogecoin into I think about twenty twenty thousand or so. And I took it. I was like, wow, this is cool. This is this is awesome. This is cool. So let that sit for a little bit. Um, and after that, it was kind of like a rush. I was like. Hmm, I wonder if I can do this with Dogecoin. What else is out there? So I started looking around with the coin market cap and started talking to people online about it. And I came across um, uh, the BNB side of the world. 
and I started uh, Safe Moon. Got into Safe Moon, uh, micro. You know these these micro uh, cap crypto coins. You know the the tri- the triple, the quad, whatever zeros and all that kind of stuff. And because I think Dogecoin was right at like double zero, um, double zero two or whatever when I got in, but Safe Moon had like. Eight. Did you get out before that one failed? Huh? The Safe Moon? Did you get out before that one failed? Safe Moon? Um, uh, the first time, yeah, because you know they converted over, uh, the to a, a set, the second version. So, um, I did the first time. That thing ran up like crazy. That was, I mean, that was, yeah, um, and that that was that. Uh, Safe Moon was the first one that to um, uh, talk, you know, to do reflections and things of that nature. Like you get, you know, send oh, it back. <laughs> yeah, they were the first ones to do that. <laughs> So, you know, oh my gosh. But when I go in when I go into when I go into a project, I like to go big. Um yeah. you know, I like to throw in big. Why? Because I want to see those returns. And you know what I'm saying? I got goals to meet. So, you know, it, it was it was a game to me. It was a game really jumping into these projects, you know, 2020, 2021. I mean, 2021 for a lot of us was the biggest year ever. It was. Right? It was, it was the, big, the biggest one. I mean, anyone could get it. None of us were experts. I mean, and, and a lot of us are still not experts. We're we're just like we we've just we're learning more, but we're not really experts in you know the way this thing runs down. Even with the people who are coming out with all these projects and, and developing, you know, they're not experts. Like, no, you just, you hire people to do the job for you, and you kind of facilitate that. But none of us were experts back then, and so we were just like, throw your money here, throw your money there. Ooh, jackpot, chick ching, Vegas. You know what I'm saying? It was no, like, and this is it was like that. It, no, and this is what's crazy too as well, and that's why I made Rector or whatever too as well, Drake. Because a lot of people I feel like like aren't honest yeah. with with their wins and how it was, right? You know, because for me it was luck. I, I was very like it was the right place at the right time, right. and that's how I seen it, right? Right. But then as time went, I kind of learned the space and sure. and how I could maneuver through things. But I feel like there was a lot of deception, yeah. <laughs> along the way from a lot of people. And um, projects, developers, um, sure. So, so for you, right? Yeah. Like, what do you feel like with all that? Yeah. Even though you won, like, do you have like a wreck story? Like your biggest wreck story? Um, shoot, I don't even know where to begin. I mean, I've been, I've been <laughs> seriously like, I've been wrecked so many times. Um, uh, I mean, you, you, I don't know if you heard of probably Safe Mars. You've heard like you know after Safe Moon, there were a lot of uh, you know B and B projects that came out. Mm-hmm. Um, that you know they were just dropping left and right, and, and again, I didn't know anything about you know contracts and and you know the backgrounds of, of how that how that works and those details and you know the rug pulls. Never didn't even hear about that back then. I, so I, I guess I want to say officially when I really found out, um, my first official rug pull uh i probably want to say was um uh, there was one called g sheba if you heard about that it was called gambler uh sheba oh yeah i heard that um one. uh and i think that was my first one i i, I put it about i put about mm, 50 grand into it and uh you know uh, what's his name uh, rick ross was he was like promoting it or what have you and those guys everything that they were doing seemed good it was going to be like this gambling token what have you but 
after their little launch party um, at his mansion and all that kind of stuff, they, those guys just kind of, boom, they disappeared. And my 50 grand actually had turned into about 120 and I didn't take, I didn't take profit. Um, and once those guys pulled the rug, that 50 grand went to about, mm, I want to say maybe $1,200, right? Woke up one day and it was $1,200. And so, you know, that was, that was one of the, the first time my eyes kind of opened with, with this deception into the, in the market, like people really out here snatching people's money. Like you, you honestly put your money in because you want to see a return. And then you have developers who are out there along with the, the people that they bring on board into the project um, doing illegal things and ripping your money out from right in front of you. And you're just like, what? You can't do anything. You can make a few comments on Facebook or, you know, on Twitter, whatever the case. Uh, and, you know, that doesn't matter. You can, you know, you can try to take these guys to court and, you know, eventually you might be able to see your money back. But ultimately, you're gambling your money. Because you're not signing that you're not signing a co physical contract with these people. You're putting your money in with the hopes of being able to get a return back. And, you know what I'm saying? And so that was one that was one of the ones that kind of opened my eyes up a little bit. And then the second one, I don't necessarily want to call it wrecked because I made I made some profit from it. Um, but you know, Saitama, um, with all this drama. That it that you know that was out there with the developers and the things that they were doing in the background. Uh, I mean, I seen I seen my my account go up to close to one hundred and twenty seven million dollars. Right, I was one of I was the number one. Well, yeah, the number one holder. I had a quad in State Saitama, and a lot of people did not. They didn't know that because I wasn't putting that information out there. And I started you know doing a lot of giveaways because I'm like, wow, this is a lot of freaking money. What do I do with this? I hadn't pulled, I couldn't pull that much money out, you know, and I, I pulled a, a significant, I pulled, did get, get, get good profit out of it, but I I wanted to hold. My whole idea is I'm going to be in this project. This project is going to go for the long haul. I want to hold. I mean, 127 something million dollars. Like what if I'll never be able to spend all that money. So let me leave it in there. Why? Because I don't want to wreck the people under me if I pull out. And a lot of people don't have the understanding. Just go and just pull their money out. But I mean, you, there's no way I would have been able to pull all that money out. There, there was not enough liquidity for me to be able to do that. Now, a lot of a lot of guys were able to get, you know, big funds out. And I'm watching, it, you know, these guys sell off. Especially back in November, they were selling like crazy. I'm like, look, I'm I'm the number one holder. I'm holding. Why can't you guys hold? Like it was, it was. I mean, it was pissing me off. These guys were, you know, they were pulling. They were pulling. I'm like, what about the other holders? You guys aren't thinking about that. They were like, no, yeah. we need to get our money out. We need to get our money. So, you know, seeing that, it, it really humbled me. Seriously. See, seeing those gains humble me. Seeing the way uh, that their project was ran humbled me. And, you know, my, my lack of trust for people now in the, in the space has gone to almost nothing. None. With the way that I see how people are, are treated in this space and they're wrecking and running off with money. We're the next whatever. But you're still you're stealing from people, hard earned money going in, so it's it's hard now. It's hard to trust uh, these developers in these projects and where to put your money. So I'm you know I'm very careful. But after seeing you know being wrecked and then seeing the potential, but yet not a actually able to grab it, or I didn't grab it, didn't take advantage of it. But knowing what they were doing in the background made me a little bit more upset and cautious now because I'm like, maybe I should have taken a little bit more profit. I'd be able to do a little bit more things with it now, you know, take care of my mom, whatever the case, all these kind of things help more people in this world. 
But now I understand that, you know what, you can't trust people out there in these projects. You just can't. No, 100%. Like, I, I, I get what you're saying in regards to that, right? And it's just like... You put like a level of trust, right? Yeah. Which I feel like, in a sense, we should have never done that. And that's for any project. Any. Not even. That's every single project. Every single project. You know what I mean? Because at the end of the day, we don't know that they have the capability to even complete any roadmap. Right. There's a there's a lot of trust that um, we don't even know if they have the resources right. to, to do what they need to do. And we see with a lot of projects, they didn't. Um, in a sense, we wrecked them ourselves right. in trusting too much, right? right? And I feel like my biggest thing was having that accountability to know that I made mistakes because why did I trust that? Yeah. You know, yeah. like I should have put my profit taking strategies in place because I always tell people now, you know, if you look at a number and you see that this is going to change your life significantly, like 10 out of 10 times sell yeah like you know yeah. do not look back yep. because we're op- we operated in a sense that we thought like community right we're building we're doing right this, and a lot of these projects are not doing that right and and so i tell people don't wreck yourself in that sense because it's not selfish to put yourself first it's not selfish to take care of yourself because no one's gonna think about you or care about you like you will <laughs> And yourself. Absolutely. And I, I, I think I've seen you post that. I was going to yeah. retweet it, but then I said, I, got, I need to get in here. Um, and you're absolutely right. You're, you're right about that. You, you know, there are times where you, you have to, you have to put yourself first. I mean, if you can't take care of yourself, you can't, you cannot help anybody mm-hmm. else in this world. Right. You have to. Facts. Yeah. No, a hundred percent. And then that's, that's the reason why I, I made this podcast too as well, because I want people to do that because I don't think there's enough content creators or people putting that sort of narrative out there. Sure. There's like false FOMO. There's people that are falsely educating with their own benefit, trying to be like, Oh, I'm here to help you educate you, but Oh, buy this token. I'm here to educate you, but this is the next thousand times gem. It doesn't work like that, you know, but at the end of the day, people need their own accountability. And I really feel like you learn the most through other people's mistakes. Yeah. I, I learned through my mistakes. I'm telling you, I made mistakes last run and I'm not making those same mistakes. The only mistake I make now though, Dre, is that I pull out too quickly. <laughs> I feel like <laughs> right when, when I have to let it run a bit more, but then again, I, I, I have those sort of profit taking strategies in place where I'm like, you know what, regardless of the fact, if it makes like a 10 times, 20 times, I'm taking my initial plus profit because I don't want to look back and be like, why did I why do that? Did, right. You know, right. Because I rather know that I took care of myself and put what my needs first, you know, and I wasn't operating like that before. I was like false community hope like we're running this shit up and bro they're telling you let's run this shit up hold the floor and they're selling on you listen, like, they're it, all lying right, bro. listen i and you're right about that everyone has a risk tolerance listen i i before twitter like before twitter spaces and all that like i didn't i mean i'm a day trader right i mean mm-hmm. I, you know I, I came from this the stock world options and things that nature. so i already had them mentality like i'm a sniper i'll get in i'll get out but you know, before Twitter, like I didn't really, I wasn't thinking about, oh, we are community. Oh, like I wasn't even thinking about that. I'm like, I need to take care of me so I can take care of my family, so I can build my business. So I, you know, like I didn't. There was there, there there was no manipulation in my mind. Community, here we are. I didn't even think about that until I got on Twitter. I'm like, oh no, um, this this is happening. This person, oh no, like I'm now my mind is intertwined with all of these people, these other people's emotions and feelings, and I'm like now I'm letting my these emotions get involved in my trading. 
You know what I'm saying? Like now I'm 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 thinking twice into if I'm going to take profit at, you know, uh, 10 million market cap or if it runs up to 100 million market cap. What, what am I going to do now? Because those emotions are now affecting my trading decisions. Right. So, you know, I, I had just like you, I had to scale back and say, you know what, I'm not getting into every single project anymore. Like, I'm not just going to jump on here, jump on board and get in and, and do that. No, 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 no. I now have to make a, a wise decision. Why? Because people are wrecking people and they don't care. Oh, Dre, oh, Dre, come join our project. Oh, you know, we know you got big dollars. Come join your project. Okay. Here, let me go ahead and give you $10,000. Next thing you know, wrecked. Wrecked. <laughs> Hey, bro, you told me they to come over. You, uh, they see us as exit liquidity. Right. right? I, I left so many Telegram chats. I left so many group chats because, they, like, the deception was crazy. And from people that I thought were building, you know, and and it's just, it's crazy. But at the end of the day, like, it's a learning lesson. You yep. know what I mean? I know for you, it's a learning lesson, too. Yep. I feel like a lot of people can get past that hurdle. And it's kind of giving them a negative sense in the space because I still believe in crypto, even though people like are 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 very deceptive and in the way they go about things and even with these projects right i tell them like you don't have to lie about what your roadmap right what you're bringing you can literally say hey i have this plan and this is what i want to bring to fruition all the community wants is honesty just be honest that's it yeah be clear you have to operate yep like, cause look at look at all these other. Um, there, there's a few, but I, I feel like the most successful meme token in the space is has kind of been like Shib, you know, yeah. and and they and Shaitoshi's kind of been like just operating in, in silence and yeah. just doing his thing. But the community's content, yeah. like they're content, and I feel like they're doing all right. And I just hope, obviously, they had their little slip ups too. Like, not everybody's perfect, right? Sure, like sure. Even when the swap was supposed to come out, but I feel like honestly, they. In the meme market, they're like at the top for me, um, and I still believe in them. Uh, I still hold that, and I'm still excited about the space. But do you know, I was kind of um, laughing—not well, laughing, but I-, I believe when you were saying like um, earlier, right? And you're talking about kind of your your background, like never depend on anyone um, with the re- like have your own resources sure, and sure. be self sustainable. Because I feel like. In this space, like one thing that kind of annoyed me and like hurt me a little bit is like people that would make up stories about like them um, in need because I've always uh, kind of operated in this space that I didn't like know that. Well, I don't know. I've just haven't surrounded myself with that much deception, you know, yeah. where 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 I'm going to make a GoFundMe just like rob people or like pretend and stuff like that i feel like that's the most hurtful for me you know because i'm the type of person that if i know somebody's in need i'll give to them like i've just been known like i feel like the more you give the more that life brings to you in return you know so like has has that happened to you like i I bet you had yeah it definitely probably happened to you i don't even know i have to ask that for you yeah yeah (laughs) probably happened to you a whole lot yeah yeah you know in, in reference to somebody reaching out saying hey i need help for this i need i need some help and uh, there was one recently, um, and you know I'm I'm not going to bring their name up or what have you, but you know people hear this are going to say, okay, yeah, we remember that one. There was a, a GoFundMe that uh, that came out, and um, you know this person is known is known in the space, and and um, but there there was a uh, apparently there was a uh, situation that happened with their family, and, and you know, uh, and so you know I, I I retweeted it, I retweeted it, and. Um, and I gave to the, I gave about a thousand dollars. It didn't matter the amount, but I gave a thousand dollars 
because I, I believe this individual. I, there was no reason for me not to believe this individual because they had not ever done anything, at least for, you know, that was beyond me uh, in the space to try to wreck anyone or try to, you know, a false story. So I, 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 uh, I, I, you know, donated to this individual and their family and then come to find out that it was false or at least part of it was it was made up. And I, it, it, just, it that part shocked me. Because, you know, I mean, I, I've had people donated people and then come to find out they, they had enough to do what they needed to do with the, with, with their, with their own money. And they just wanted extra money, what have you. And so I see that every single day when I do these giveaways, I see that all the time. And so I said, okay, whatever, you know, you do what you do with the money. But when you make up, you know, these kind of stories, or, oh, I need help, go fund me and come to find out part of the story or a hundred percent of the story is false. And you're like, and you shared it. And then everybody else, you know, pitches in whatever they pitch in. And, and can they find out they're like, well, Dre, you shared it. I'm like, well, yeah, I shared it because I believe the person. Right. And so, you know, that and, you know, if you want to bring that back to the crypto world, it's like that happens every single day with these projects. We believe them. They tell us their stories about what they're going to do, the roadmaps, and, and they put everything together. And, and, you know, they get every single influencer out there talking about it. And, you know, whether or not the influencers knows what's happening in the background, you know, whatever. But. And then next thing you know, rug, they're gone. Oh, the project. Oh, we couldn't sustain anymore. We have to, you know, we're having problems here at the house and blah, blah, blah. This happens. Next thing you know, they're gone and pull liquidity and it's over with. And you're, and you're, and you've, you're left with nothing. And so, like you said, that, that pulls, when you see that kind of stuff, that pulls on our hearts in, ter- in terms of, you know, somebody saying they need help. Like, I'm like, okay, what you need? Let me help you. But don't lie to us. You don't, yeah, you, don't, is- you don't say be real. If you if you need the money, okay, a hundred percent, I got you. But don't don't make up this elaborate scheme or story to try to, you know, get more money from people. Why? That's gonna wreck you and wreck the other person, and it's gonna cause some problems. So no, I, I don't like it. Especially when you know there's more people in in need that that's out there that you could have like right. Um, I feel like that's the most annoying part too as well. But I feel like we move on, but like it made me a savage in this space now, Drake. Come on. I say come no on. a whole lot. <laughs> um, I'm like I people got mad at me the other day in a group chat. Like I, I was like dead ass. I was like, I'm sorry, if I've not ever met you in real life, don't be messaging me about money or raising stuff because I was like, I don't trust anybody. And I was like, you may be a good person. And then they're like, well, you know, sympathy or whatever. I was like, you n- people need to know the difference between empathy and, and sympathy. sympathy. Like, Google it. Right. I can empathize and and have a sort of like, ho- ho- I hope you get through this. Sure. But I don't need to monetarily help you out. Right. Like, you're not my, like, I don't have any children. You're not my child. You're not my mom. You're not my dad. Like, you're not my family. But still, like, I can have empathy for you and hope you get better. And like, you do what you need to do in life. And like even you were talking earlier you know i just find it weird bro like if i know i need something i've always hustled for it in life you know i've never asked people for handouts so i feel like there's that disconnect for me too as well for people just constantly asking for things yeah yeah my my inbox is 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 filled um and and maybe i've been a part of that because i'm like here have this have that here you go let me help you merry christmas you know so maybe i've maybe i've added to that (laughs) A little bit. It's like all the yes giveaways. I was like, he has he has stuff to give away. Yeah, I just hit him up. No, but I appreciate that about you, you know. And I feel like good karma is always gonna come your way. And I do see you as a positive person in this space. And we need more people like you. And um, we need to share our stories. Yeah. 
Um, and we need to educate people properly sure. when it when it comes to like profit taking strategies. And I just want people to teach people to be more selfish for themselves yeah, and do what you need to do. Because I because the reason why I want to do that too as well because I want people to have a positive experience in this space, you know. Yeah. And sometimes people kind of need that push to be like, hey, like, where is your risk? tolerance yeah. like, yeah. like what's your risk appetite you know what i mean right because so, like so many people so many people got wrecked um in mm-hmm. terms of the, in, in the top of the market you know what i'm saying and 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 at that time and they rolled it all the way down oh, i didn't best believe because no i had my stop loss in place i wasn't like some caroline capital right no stop loss in place <laughs> risk tolerance. i don't know if you've seen that video of her but that was wild they asked her like how she makes money she said she has no stop loss like what okay so you just let your stuff go to zero <laughs> no thank you yeah yeah and one other thing that i hated too as well is like i don't invest what i can't see go to zero right. like i'm sorry like obviously like you don't invest what you can't afford to lose because anything could happen in this space but i'm not investing for my bag to go to zero if i see that they're not delivering or certain things are not adding up i'm sell- i'm done yeah like i need to see like fool me once shame on like you know what i mean I, but it's not gonna happen a second time. right i've heard stories about people saying okay man i put i put in i put in five hundred dollars it ran up to you know fifty thousand dollars or whatever hey i was happy cool 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 and then it, they got wrecked it, and it went below their initial entry i'm like why did you take profit no i will next time yeah I, i'm sure you will you put 500 and it ran up to twenty thousand, twenty grand you didn't take at least your initial out and let the rest ride. People have to learn about that. Mm-hmm. You get in, at least take your initial. Profit. Yeah, yep. that, that's 101. That's trading 101. Take your freaking initial profit. So that way the rest is free. Whatever else is extra. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I say initial, like I, I let my stuff run up to a certain point because I want to take like initial plus like at least like five times. Uh, right. You know? That's just my thing. Right. But obviously, like, they're in this market, you're lucky if you see it three to five times. And I sort of tell people, like, I could tell who cares about you or who doesn't. Because, like, if someone's just getting started in the space, I'm shilling, like, the top ten tokens. Sure. I'm not shilling them these fake thousand times gen like this. You have to build your risk appetite to get into these sort of meme tokens right. and stuff, you know? And, like, I tell people, like, you could tell who cares about you in this space and what they shill to you. Because anybody that I cared about, I'm shilling them sort of, like, the Ethereum, the Bitcoin. Sure. And like sort of things that have tested the time, you know, like you want to invest in things that tested time. And like now, too, as well, a lot of people have hit me up, Dre, like just to even do like podcast episodes and like get their token stuff like that out there. I'm like, this is not what this podcast is about, you know, and like I have to see you have like a proven track record to put my name alongside you. And I just see everybody's just willing to work with anyone, doesn't care about their name because in life, your name means everything. You, you know, it- and once trust is gone. Bye bye, and you know that's about a lot of times. A lot of a lot of these, and you know, a lot of these guys are getting, you know, these influencers, whoever, they're getting paid. They're getting mm-hmm. paid to push, you know, these these assets that's out there, knowing dang well that there's a possibility for these guys, for any, any of them. They're all, they're all, they're, you know, they're they're all uh, skeptical. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, they're they're at some point they're speculative assets, but but you know they're getting paid. So now they've signed the contracts, and now they have to really kind of push them. And then when when it when it goes to zero, when they pull the rug, they're like, well, I, I tried to tell you, well, you know, you know, you didn't No, you didn't. You said it's going to be the next thousand X. And I think a lot of us have been a part of that. You know, I've, I've never accepted any kind of money from any project, period. Like if I feel that it's going to do something, I'll talk about it. You know what I'm saying? If, and, and most 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 likely 99 percent of the times I'm talking about it, I got some money in it. 
You know what I'm saying? Like I'm 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 in there. We're gonna win together and we're gonna lose together. And so you know that's what that's my whole mentality. If if I'm going to talk about a project, then my money is in there as well. And a lot of times. My money is still sitting in these projects when they go to zero because I'm like, I move on to the next one. And I don't go and I don't always go back and, and take a look to see what happens. And I find out later on, hey, guys, um, we're sorry, but, um, you know, we had to pull the plug. We had to. And I'm like, wait, hold on. I, I, I had 10 grand in, in, in your project. What you mean? Well, we let everybody know where you were telling everybody on Twitter, on, on Facebook, everywhere else. But now all of a sudden you're pulling the rug. You, you, only, you only post it on one social media site. But when you wanted people's money, you were posting it everywhere. You were telling everybody. You know what I'm saying? In the beginning, like all of yeah. a sudden, you want to be hush-hush about it. No. If you're having problems, communicate those issues everywhere. Just like you did when you wanted people to get in your project. If you if you have an issue with your project, post that information everywhere so at least the investors can try to, you know, recoup some of their losses or get out. You know, so that's 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 what I see a lot now is that they're, if they're having issues, they're so quiet about it. They're so quiet. You'll, you'll learn about the issue 10 to 20 days, maybe even a month later. All of a sudden, people are like, what's going on with the project? Oh, we forgot to let you know over here on Twitter or, you know, or Telegram or whatever. We, we, we did say something about it, but it was real quick. Go check the recording. What you mean? But I love that. I love how everything's happening, to be honest, like even the past year, because I feel like all these mistakes are making people kind of smarten up. Yeah. And kind of like see like, hey, this is not how it's supposed to be. No. They're supposed to be um, have proper PR, you know, and it, it, it's 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 pretty funny because these these developers think like their same scam tactics are going to work for the next run. Like maybe a little bit it might, but for the smarter ones that kind of like took the time to educate themselves, it's not anymore. I, I don't think it's going to be as lucrative as it once was. Like people are know the questions to ask and, and they kind of I feel like wrong the wrong people. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And that's with any project. That's with any project, right. And and I agree with you. Uh and you, you have those who have educated themselves more to, to understand and know, just like with, with you know, um I, again I don't I don't know if you want to put their names out there or what have you, but with this Lily fiasco, right? With the Coinbase listing, uh potentially. And, you know, a lot of people bought into it because of based off of those rumors and it didn't happen. And so a lot of people got wrecked, you know, behind that. But it's 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 those kind of things that you know, that these projects put out there in the market, hey, this is what is about to happen. It runs up and then, you know, all of a sudden the promise that they made does not happen. And so you 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 do have to educate yourselves on those kind of things and what to look for. And then you have those who don't care, right? They keep putting their money into these projects. They're just like- Buy the dip. Yeah, buy the dip, right? Buy, buy the dip regardless. Hey, okay, they didn't get listed today and, you know, keep keep going. But it's obvious- it's uh, Huh? <laughs> I said reflections. Reflections keep going up, up and up and freaking up, right? No, no, they're not. No, they're not going up anymore. No, you, you stop. We're going. We, we're stopping that right there, right? It's going down and down. It's going down and down, <laughs> like you said. Down and down until the, the liquidity's pulled. We're so. in this market now, where you know, with the FTX uh, issue and you know all that kind of stuff Man. that's happening, it's like people. You're not making that 100x that you were making before back in you know 2021. We're probably gonna. You're probably gonna have to wait until 2023, 2024, 2025 to maybe start. You know, the market to start to see. Uh, you know, that three trillion dollar market cap uh, where we were at before in cryptocurrency overall. We we have to we have to get back to that in order to start seeing those kind of gains again and even beyond that. 
Um, but right now, with all the, the legislation that's being passed and Biden, what he's passing, mm-hmm. uh, these policies and things of that nature, and the SEC cracking down on things, you know, it's going to be hard for people to make money in this space unless you educate yourself on trading tactics uh, and strategies and learning how to get in, learn how to get out. But you're not we're not going to see those kind of explosive gains in a long time. And the thing is, people need to educate themselves just on the world, on the macro side of things, sure. like you said, right? Sure. Like, people are not looking that, like, everything's down. Sure. Like, yeah. jobs. Like, people people are not making money at the moment in the world. Yeah. So, like, how do you expect anything to pump? Yeah. You know? Like, don't quit your day job, like you said, right? And uh, learn to take profits. No, I've heard guys sell their – they were selling their houses to buy in the projects, and they were selling their car. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Mortgaging okay. and refinancing just to get some extra money to buy in the crypto. I'm like, no, you don't ever do that. You don't ever do that. And so, like you say, from the, from the macro standpoint, people aren't looking – collectively overall what's happening over in ukraine what's mm-hmm. happening around the world to determine this is what determines what happens in the financial markets period right we're not just talking about one project but you know we're talking about over overall stocks and businesses and companies going under and and you know and scams and fraud all that stuff has a uh it has a purpose and it also has uh an effect on the market and so you have to you have to really educate yourself and understand all of that yeah everything's cause and effect yeah and a lot of people think that this problem wasn't mad but me we all have our conspiracy theories until it's not sure. right and a lot of things been proven lately with, with a lot of things so I, I i like the conspiracy kind of rabbit hole um with, with anything when it comes to politics um when it comes to our financial markets like just there there's a lot of things that are going on yeah. like i'm i'm all ears i feel like the biggest thing that i tell people to as well believe none of what you hear and half of what you see mm. and that's just mm. always do that and especially in this space right i hate people that are just too quick to cancel someone because of one thing they hear sure. or just follow others like you know just trust your gut yeah. at the end of the way at the end of the day yeah. and don't don't follow people you know, and what do you what do you feel like is is the biggest thing that that you think people should be doing going forward? Um, like like you mentioned, you know what I'm saying. Like people, you know, people say you know do this and do that. You like you said, you have to you have to really trust your gut. Um, and especially when it comes to your money, right? When it comes to uh, what you decide to invest in, you have to be sold on it first. Not just you don't you don't just blindly follow someone into battle. You know, I was in the military for 16 years, and we trained and we trained uh, for those days in Iraq and Kuwait or what have you. You know what I'm saying? We just didn't go in there blindly. Uh, we we had to know our weapons. We had to know our tactics. We had to know exactly what we were doing. You know what I'm saying? We in muscle memory, and I think it's the same thing in life and what we do. And especially since we're talking about you know investing, uh, that's important as well. You have to step your game up. You have to understand that j- j- you know just as well as as you're trying to invest, somebody's trying to take your money. You know what I'm saying at the same time, and so you, you really have to be on guard with that. But what I would suggest for people, and you know, none of it, none of these things that I'm talking about is financial advice at all. I would just say, you know, understand your risk tolerance. You know what I'm saying? Understand, you know, what like you said, like we said earlier, like what what, what are you willing to lose if you're going to put in the market? If it's five hundred, if it's five thousand dollars, are you willing to lose that? Is are you willing to, to let that go to zero, or you know, see it go to zero any any point in time? Because it, it could happen any day. You know, nothing is ever guaranteed, especially speculative assets. None of that is ever guaranteed. So you, you have to tread lightly on that. And just because somebody tells you it's going to be the next hundred X doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be the next hundred X. It could be the next one X, and that's it. So you you know, we have to tread 
treading lightly. We have to uh, be careful. And, and, uh, and also, you know, have have a little, I mean, even with what's going on, still have a little hope that, you know, things are going to turn around. Just be patient and be kind with yourself and, and, and with others. And, you know, don't, and, and another thing is don't be greedy. Right. We don't yeah. we don't necessarily always have to get that whatever what is 50, 100 X. If you if you make three times your money, then OK, then go ahead and, and, and you know, and, and take your profit, what have you. But the, the thing is, again, it's, it's, it's risk tolerance, it's risk management, it's understanding, it's educating yourself um, and, you know, and what to look for. If you don't know, ask questions. So that way you have a better understanding of what you're getting yourself into in this market, whether it be stocks, options, mutual funds, whatever. Understand, get to know the company, get to know who the developers are in these projects, if, you know, if, if they're allowing themselves to be out there, um, you know, and just again, just tread lightly and don't follow every all the hype. You you have to you have to watch and see, is that is that for me? Just because somebody comes out with a project does not necessarily mean it's for you. You you know you have to understand what what are they doing what are they bringing to the world to make a to make a difference uh, whether it be a company you know business in, in the stock world whatever it is you know it, it, you have to understand that these things take time and they take time to build and you're not going to always see the kind of run up that we have been seeing sometimes you know you you may see it but other times you may not so just tread lightly you know and be and, and be gentle with yourself when in your money it's your money like you said be be you got to be selfish right so that's okay. 100%. I love all those last points that that you had there, um, and I'm I'm still bullish on the space, and I'm bullish about the future with everything. Yeah. Um. I just hope people don't make the same mistakes and just learning lessons, right? Yeah. Um. And take everything on the chin, like knock that chip off your shoulder, because I feel like a lot of people want to keep those chips on and they're stacking, you know. But Dre. Um, I appreciate you so much for taking the time to you. Um, record this episode with me. And I'm excited for, for, for everything that you have going. Um. Well, that's it, guys. Thanks for listening to another episode of Wrecked or Whatever. Don't forget to check us out on wreckedorwhatever.com. All socials are linked. You can even listen to the podcast on the site. Other than that, I hope you guys remember to brush your teeth and be kind to others. Hope you have a lovely day. Take care. Bye, guys.